When holding screening calls, the single most important thing we check for is whether someone can speak like a management consultant. Forget your GMAT score, forget your GPA, forget whether you're a Harvard Business School current student or whether you're a graduate, forget if you're at Stanford, INSEAD, irrespective of the school. I want to see if you can hold a conversation with me the way a consultant would hold a conversation. If you've ever spoken to a management consultant, you know consultants speak in a certain way. Um, I'm a former management consultant, so I tend to speak in the same way, but we tend to speak in a very logical, very structured way. We tend to have reasons for doing things. We tend to pause at the right places. It's hard to describe the way we speak. I'll try to do it in this podcast, but we do speak in a very in a very professional, in a very structured, in a very logical manner, in a way that conveys confidence in the person who is listening to me that I know what I'm talking about and I have thought this through as I am discussing it. So when we do screenings for people who will join the program, that is the most important thing we look for. The ability to hold a logical and structured conversation. Now, most people cannot do it. I'll go out and say it. Most people cannot speak clearly. Most people cannot speak in a structured way. Most people cannot speak in a way that conveys a critical message and understand that they're doing it. Most people speak off the top of their head. They don't know what they're trying to say and they ramble on. Or they speak very unclearly. Or what they do is they don't answer the question you're asking them. Or they speak in such a way that you've got to really struggle to understand what they're saying. Irrespective of how good you are at solving cases, we want to make sure you can communicate. Because if you can communicate, and you are good at solving cases, you can communicate that you have the ability to solve cases. Now, what does it mean to actually communicate? Well, let me explain to you how we actually do the screening calls. The screening calls are very simple. We basically will talk to you about something you like. Uh, we won't pick a difficult topic. If you like football, we'll talk to you about football. We'll ask you who's your favorite team, why are they your favorite team, what is that team strategy. Um, so as soon as we can see you can talk about a subject, we'll then turn on the heat just a little bit to see whether you can think about the subject you like. So what we'll do then is we'll ask you, okay, if for example you're a really large football fan, let's say um, Serie A, Italy, and your favorite team is Juventus. We'll talk about Juventus. We want to know why you like Juventus, what is their strategy, how are they performing. That's basically testing the knowledge you already have. And that's not very difficult to have a conversation with the knowledge you already have. Next, what we'll do is we will test your knowledge of thinking beyond what you already have. So we'll ask you something like, um, you know, what is Juve's strategy? Most people would know that if they're a Juventus fan. Then we'll ask you, what would happen if Juventus met a team that deployed the same strategy? Forces you to think a little bit. Or what would happen if the key playmaker for the Juventus football team was injured? How should the coach adjust their strategy? We are not worried about the technical knowledge you have about football or high hockey or whatever it is. In fact, we know nothing about the sports. What we're interested in is whether you have the ability to string together many different pieces of data to give us a story. Consultants are very good at giving you stories. Now, another test we do is we ask someone what they've read in a newspaper. Simple, innocuous, innocent con uh, question. Tell us about something you read in the newspaper. So what most people do here is they'll tell us, well, I read in the New York Times that the German Chancellor Angela Merkel does not want to sign off the Greek 
debt settlement and I also read that this will be bad for the economy and they'll stop there. We are not interested in whether you can recite what you read in the newspaper. We are interested in whether you can tell us the key message in the article, the assumptions underpinning that article, and your thoughts on those assumptions and your views on what will happen. Consultants speak in that way. They don't just recite what they've read. They give you their opinions because they are trained to give you opinions. Now, why do we test for communication? Why do we ignore cases? Why do we ignore whether you can build mutually exclusive decision trees, whether you can structure a case, whether you can solve complex math in your head? Why do we ignore those things and test for your ability to communicate? It's simple. The single most important skill a consultant needs to have is the ability to communicate. So imagine a new consultant has been hired from, let's pick a school, let's pick INSEAD. MBA did relatively well, you know, not extraordinarily well as, uh, not extraordinarily well as top 10%, but let's say he wasn't, say, top 25, top 20%. First day on a project in front of a client, the client doesn't know you went to INSEAD, he may know, probably doesn't. He doesn't know that you've got 95% on your finance elective. He does not know that you interned at Goldman Sachs and beat out 5,000 people to get the internship. All he sees when he speaks to you is whether you can communicate articulately, clearly, confidently, whether you have poise, and whether you appear to be his peer. All of that is gleaned from your communication skills. You do not have a copy of your diploma and transcripts when you arrive at your first day on the job. And if that's the nature of consulting, that is what we are testing for. We are testing for demonstrated competency. I'll use this term many times. People always write to us and say, but, but why are you testing us? I mean, I'm a Harvard graduate. I'm a Stanford graduate. Why do I need to go to the screening call? Because in the real world, it's about demonstrated competency. It's not whether you got into Harvard. It's not whether you went to, I'm, I'm picking these schools off the top of my head, but there are many good schools like Ivy in Canada, you know, Gone Institute of Business Science in South Africa, the you know, graduate schools in Australia and so on. But it doesn't matter which school you go to. At the end of the day, it's about demonstrated competency. We want to see that you can actually deploy the skills you need to succeed as a consultant and deploy it in the right way. Case training, we can teach you how to do it. I've never failed to train someone how to solve cases. Never. Everyone can actually solve cases. I've never, trained, I've never failed to train someone to actually be able to solve a um, complex market estimation question. I've never, ever failed that. What we do fail at is teaching people to communicate. And we don't fail because we're really bad at it. Um, we fail because some people are just so poor at it that the gap we've got to get them through um, is so large. And communication is not something you pick up in a week, in two weeks. For the candidates we do take on, it is really tough to train them if they've got weak communication skills. What we do with some candidates is we say, hey, hold on a second, we're not going to start your case training. We are going to actually spend about a month just teaching you how to communicate. That's all we're going to do. We're just going to teach you how to communicate. And to be frank with you, it doesn't matter what your grades are. It doesn't matter what your GMAT score is. If you cannot sit in front of a consultant and have the poise and polish that you would have had in front of a client, the consulting firm is never going to hire you. You can be the best person at solving a case, but if you can't hold a conversation, you're going to fail. And that's what it comes down to, communication, communication, communication. And communication is not just speaking. A lot of candidates speak well. Communication is the entire package, you know. How do you dress? How do you carry yourself? 
What's your body language? What's your facial expressions? What kind of jokes you make? What kind of colloquialisms you use? What is the, the entire package is how you communicate. And I would say communication is the single most important thing because all the technical skills can be taught. But the soft stuff takes a very long time to teach. It takes a long time to teach because it's very hard to pinpoint. If you read forums on the internet, everyone is heavily focused on cracking the case. I can assure you cracking the case means very little to us. We can teach you to crack the case. In fact, we can teach you to dismantle the case like a 1968 Chevy and put it back together again in two hours. The point is, if you cannot communicate, no one knows why you're dismantling the Chevy and how you're putting it back together again. And if you want to practice communication, it's simple. Speak to someone in a bar you don't know and see whether they can understand what you're saying and see whether they will hold a conversation with you. People that cannot do that, people that cannot hold a conversation outside of a formal and structured setting, will always struggle to communicate. Communication is the centerpiece of management consulting. Go onto YouTube and look at any videos you see of management consultants and what impresses you about them first. Obviously, they're wearing a nice suit. They're at maybe the World um, Economic Forum. That's impressive. Then they speak. But what impresses you about the way they speak? It is the way they speak. The content is only so impressive. And to be honest, what consultants really say in those uh, open uh, settings are not that you know, proprietary because they couldn't talk about proprietary material. So what really impresses you is the way they speak, the way they carry the audience through, the way they read the audience. And that's what communication is. It's two ways. When we test people, we look for the ability for them to say something. I will then respond to it, and they've got to build on what I've said. Major failure is when someone has a list of 10 questions they want to ask me. They go run through their 10 questions, and then we're trying to have a conversation with them, and they just don't know how to respond. It's an immediate sign that they will be dinged. Too many people are obsessed with cracking the case. The case is not your biggest problem. The case can be taught. Every technical skill in the world can be taught. You just need the right teacher. We can do that. What we cannot teach you to do is to communicate if you fundamentally lack that skill. Communication is very hard to teach. In fact, it's not our core business, but we, we teach it anyway because no one teaches communication for consultants. And we teach it. Some of our candidates, that's all we've been doing for the last two months with them, teaching them how to communicate, having discussions with them. We'd ask them a question like, what did you do today at the office to fix the problem we highlighted in our previous discussion? How did you fix it? What exactly did you do? How did your audience respond to it? How did you feel after you did that? That is the key to management consulting, communication. I think I've mentioned the word communication maybe 30 times now in the last um, 11 minutes because it's that important. Forget about your, your, your grades. and you know, Your grades are important, but it's, it's the entry to first class. You still have to get to your destination. And getting to the destination is all about the way you will engage the interviewer when you meet them. And it's difficult you know, to know what kind of interview you'll get. I was speaking to someone today from one of the top universities in, in the US, and she told me that her interviewer was texting in the interview. One of the top three consulting firms in the world, and this guy is texting in the interview. Now, the reason why communication is important is how do you build a relationship with someone who clearly is difficult to build a relationship with? He's not making much eye contact. He's busy on his phone. And that's what communication is. Communication is not just having a conversation when someone wants to talk to you. It's being able to build a conversation with someone who does not want to talk to you. It is a really complex thing to do. Most people struggle at it. Most people are so bad at communication they don't know they're bad at it.
it is an art to be able to engage someone, draw them out into your conversation, make them like you. It takes confidence. The ability to communicate comes with confidence. It comes with knowing what your weaknesses are, knowing what your strengths are, being able to play to your strengths and being able to hide your weaknesses. And to be honest, everyone's a bad communicator when they start off. They need to learn. Even I was a bad communicator. I was a really bad communicator when I started off, not, before, not in consulting, before I joined the corporate world. I spent a, y a year or two years um, in um, industry before I went into consulting and I struggled to communicate. But I worked on it. I deliberately put myself into difficult situations, situations where I would have to stand up and speak without preparing a speech. I've gone to weddings and spoken off the cuff without preparing a speech to train myself to do it. I've arrived at meetings knowing what the objective of the meeting, of course, is. It's disrespectful not to know that, but then speaking off the cuff. And I've trained myself to do that. You have to train yourself to do it. And the only way to do that is to put yourself into uncomfortable situations where you have to communicate. It's not enough to have a good story. It's the way you deliver that story. I mean, have you ever watched a B-rated movie versus a movie that goes on to win an Oscar or makes a killing at the box office? What's the difference? I mean... They all have directors, producers, actors who are rehearsing their lines. They all have people who are uh, working with uh, complex uh, scripts and revising the scripts. And they've got tons of people there just watching the actors perform and then saying, cut 15 times until the scene is done correctly. What's the difference? The difference is the actor or actors that are able to read the audience know why they are there and be able to connect with the audience. And that's what you need to do in communication. Communication is more than words. Words are important, of course. It's the way you deliver it. It's the way you connect. It's knowing when to pause. So many people don't pause. So many people do not vary the pitch and tone of their voice and they just speak in a monotone way. So many people forget why they're in an interview. Someone needs to like you before they hire you and no one is going to like someone who cannot speak. So it's imperative that when you do your case preparation, I would like you to spend some time to think about how you could communicate better. If you cannot communicate, you're not going to make it. It's that simple. All consultants are excellent at communicating. That is what defines us. The ability to take something that's complex and communicate it to our audience in a way that they would understand. It is the essence of management consulting. A client cannot understand their problem. A consultant can understand it. Of course, it's difficult. If it wasn't difficult, the client could solve it. But we need to explain it to the client, get them to buy into it, and get them to do something with it after we've left, which means we've got to explain to them what we've done in a simple way. People need to understand what you're saying. And I always tell people, speak with detail. People assume I mean say a lot. I don't mean say a lot. What I mean is get people to understand what you are saying. So, for example, rather than saying something like, uh, my first job is where I worked as a project manager in an IT firm and I helped a client cut their cost by $5 billion, you could say that my first project, I was just two months into the job. Um, I had, didn't know much about the company yet and I was dealing with a team of about eight people who reported to me. They were also new and a few of them had performance challenges. I was brought in to manage a project that was two months behind schedule for our biggest account, a really large French aerospace company, uh, and most of the people didn't speak English, and I only spoke English. Now, do you notice the difference between the first description and the second one? The second one has detail. It's not necessarily much longer, but it is more descriptive. It is richer. And my, my guide to anyone is that if you tell them a story, 
someone needs to be able to repeat what you say and like it. If someone cannot remember what you said and cannot tell the story to someone else, your story is probably very weak. I'll leave you with three things. Communication, clarity, and being concise. Communicate, which means have a conversation, build on what the person is saying. Communicate with more than just your words. Communicate with your voice, your mannerisms, eye contact, body language, facial language, clarity. Know what it is you are trying to say and make sure you say it. You'd be shocked how many people say what they don't intend to say. And then you ask them what they mean and they say, well, I actually meant. Well, if you actually meant it, why don't you save everyone time and say it in the first place? And then be concise. If you know what you want to say, you don't have to give the fluff that surrounds it. You can spend the time having other discussions. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. There will be more coming up in the next few um, days.